Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Pamela, and I'll be your host. As we enter into today's reading, we are at the beginning of a new topic on gossip. And as we have seen throughout this year with all the different topics, with a new conversation comes new convictions. And I know that this one is sensitive. We have probably been the recipient of gossip. We have probably been the ones speaking maybe words of gossip. And as we read these verses over the next few days and have a conversation on something that can be truly sensitive, my prayer and hope is that when we feel that twinge of conviction, that we would actually feel the grace of the Holy Spirit. The fact that we even feel convicted means that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us who is stirring in us that something might be off or wrong. And when we're reading the verses or having our conversations, my prayer is that conviction doesn't take us to a place of shame or even feeling condemnation, but it actually takes us to a place of seeking forgiveness and knowing that Jesus has already done that on the cross and walking in the new life that he's given us. There's a freedom that we have in Christ and that freedom allows us to recognize the places in our lives where we're maybe not living as he's called us to live. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we get to make that shift. The Holy Spirit is our guide. And so would we respond in thankfulness for his gentleness and redirection as we feel the convictions from our readings in the next few days? So our verse for today, as we start this new conversation, is from Proverbs eleven thirteen, And it says, a gossip betrays a confidence but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. And even that word gossip might have different connotations or experiences. And so I appreciate that the Kellers dive right into what is the definition of gossip? And they say, gossip is negative information that may or may not be true, designed to make the speaker and the hearer feel superior to the object of the gossip. And I really appreciate this definition because I think it allows us to to recognize that it's not just about sharing information, whether true or false, but really about the posture of our hearts as we're sharing information. The desire to feel superior to somebody else, the desire to make ourselves feel more than maybe we are. And when I look at our world and I see so much around me and honestly in my own heart of of that desire to feel superior, it can be quite convicting. One of the ways I see this in culture and honestly personally find myself leaning into more as well is through the drama of reality television whether it's actually watching the shows or the podcasts or the social media, there's something cringy yet captivating about wanting to know all the things, wanting to hear the secrets and form my opinions. And yet, when I really think about it, when I really watch it, we're missing out on actually seeing the person, knowing what's true, and even in the worst form, feeling elevated feeling like, at least I'm not doing that. 
or at least those aren't the friends that I have or the decisions I'm making. And there's part of the draw that's pure entertainment and there's probably part of the draw that makes me feel a little bit better about myself. It can be easy for me to point out in culture. It can even be easy for me to identify in the privacy of my own heart. But what we're called to today is to think about where we actually bring this into the world, where we bring this into our conversations and into our thoughts and into the way we respond to people. And so the Kellers go on to kind of give an expanded definition, which I really appreciate because the question in my mind goes, how do I know if I'm if I'm sharing information and sharing about my day and, and my relationships versus gossiping about other people. And they they frame it in this mindset of the idea of against speaking versus a non-slanderous evaluation. And those can be very interesting terms because we can justify on both sides. If I can be saying something in a very non-slanderous way and can be accused of speaking against someone, or I can be actually speaking against someone and it can be seen as non-slanderous. And so, so much of that for me and going, okay, how do I know what my speech is? Goes back to my heart. We see in the multiple scriptures that are listed that gossip is actually almost irresistible. So this is not a problem that we can point out in other people. This is definitely something that lies within us. And as I even think about the church, the place that should be the safest, that you should feel the most secure, that speech should be uplifting and gracious and loving, we're not immune to this. And some of the, I was trying to think through the ways that we can mask it, this idea of against speaking versus non-slanderous evaluation. And, and truthfully, some of the biggest masks that allow us to gossip under the guise of the church is this idea of, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to help them. Or I was just sharing a prayer request or even making it more personal of I'm sharing my pain in the story that I deserve to be heard. And all of those things don't start out as ill will, but they can shift as we speak against other people for the justification of our own heart or the desire to share information that can even bring power at times. And as I was kind of thinking, how how do I know if what I'm saying or sharing or praying about or processing with a friend or a small group, how do I know if what I'm saying is against speaking versus non-slanderous evaluation? And something that's been on my heart over the last few months is how often my first turn in my question and my pain or even my prayers can be to other people in my life above going to the Lord first. And whether it's a decision I need to make, a relationship that I have questions about, uh, a, a life decision, my first response might be to text my life group, to text my family, to even talk to a therapist. All of those are really, really good things. But what I was convicted of a few months ago was, am I going to the Lord first? He's given me the gift of community to bring these things to, to talk about, to share with. And I love that so much. But 
when I bring things to the Lord first and allow him to speak into them, it changes even the way I share it with the people around me. So as information comes to me, as maybe there's there's pain or a story that I want to tell, when I bring that to the Lord, He is going to shift my heart from against speaking into moving that into that non-slanderous evaluation. And what happens in that shift, what I observe in my own heart, and what we kind of see the Kellers teasing out at the end of this reading is a recognizing of my own sin and my own humanity, and the grace that I have received from Jesus is the grace that I get to extend when I speak about others, that I don't speak of myself from an elevated place because I was lost, and I was sinful, and I was slanderous, and Jesus came and he forgave me on the cross. And so when I'm speaking about somebody else, I'm speaking about them as an image bearer of Christ, and the pain and the situation is real. And what I'm going through, I might need advice and counsel, but the posture from which I talk about them is not against speaking. It's a profound awareness of my own sin. And in that, gosh, it's confusing to the world when we respond in this way. Because everything around us tells us that we deserve to be elevated, that we deserve to get our anger out. But when we respond in grace and love and truth, we get to show the power of Jesus. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Grace does not make sense. And yet we are the recipients of that. So even in our speech, even in checking ourselves against gossip, people will notice because it's all around us. And all of a sudden, when we're not engaging, when we're not responding in that way, when we're not slandering other people, we're showing Jesus. And that is such a beautiful gift that we get to give because it's a beautiful gift that we've received. So as we go throughout our day, I want to pray over us and thank the Lord so much for the gift that he has given us that we get to bring to others through his grace and through his love and how we use our speech to show that. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for this new conversation and conviction by the power of your Holy Spirit that we are experiencing today and are going to continue experiencing as we dive into your word. Lord, I ask for your forgiveness over the places in my own heart, in my own speech, where I have caused offense, where I have tried to elevate myself because of situations or pain. Lord, and I receive your forgiveness and I know I'm going to be asking for it again and again and again. And yet you are a gracious father who loves us so deeply and so dearly that you sent your son when we were sinful and slanderous against him. He died for us. God, and as we reflect on that grace, would we begin to extend that to others in our lives? God, would you open our eyes to the conversations in um, our own hearts, the conversations coming out of our mouths, Lord, or in the conversations that we're maybe overhearing. God, would you give us a new sensitivity for the words that we're using and how we talk about others? God, and would you bring the shift, Lord, away from the against talking? Lord, I thank you so much that you love us, 
God, that you care so deeply about us that you give us your Holy Spirit to help us discern those things. Lord, I just ask for your protection, your guidance, and your truth today as we go throughout our day. In your name I pray. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.